Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining me. I'm Jill Lowry, and I'm so thankful that each of you have taken time out of your Sunday morning to listen today. And I'm so very excited about the guest that's here this morning. In fact, she's an author, and she teaches Bible studies online. It is so cool. I'm so honored to uh, meet her today and have you hear about her ministry and what God is doing in her life. And we've been talking about how you can grow your relationship with Jesus Christ. So that's, this is exactly what we're going to talk about today as we talk about some biblical women in the Bible who followed Jesus, who loved Jesus. And we're going to talk about how we can do the same as believers. So I want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Let me lead us in a word of prayer, and we'll get started. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, today is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We're so thankful that we know you as our Lord and Savior. Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for the sacrifices that you've made for us so that we can have a relationship with you. And Lord, we're excited to speak to you today and to hear the beautiful words that you have for us. And Lord, I'm excited to interview a very special guest and hear about her relationship with you and how she has changed in a new person because of you. We all can be new in Christ when we accept you as our Lord and Savior. So Lord, we're thankful for you and we're thankful for today and all of you who've listened in today. Thank you so much for listening and being present. We love you, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, today I would like to introduce um, a new friend, someone I've just met. We've talked several times on the phone, and I'm excited to introduce her. And her name is Gina Butler. Good morning, Gina. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? I am awesome. How are you? I'm good. Good. Glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Yes, you drove a long way to get here. It's a long way. It's a long way. But thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for just saying yes. I... A friend of mine contacted me, her name is Dara Fisk, and said, you've got to interview my friend. She's got something going on here. She's written a book about biblical women called What About Her? So yeah. I'm going to start there. Okay. Tell me why you wrote this book and what it's about. Okay, so actually, I didn't write the book. I wrote a Bible study. <laughs> there you go. I wrote a Bible study um, about five years ago or more. Now, I think it was in 2017 or uh-huh. so, mm-hmm. I felt the Lord impressing me to write a Bible study about the five women in Jesus's lineage in Matthew chapter one, which are women that have interesting pasts. Uh, it was a lady named Rahab. Well, first it was Tamar, then it was Rahab, then it was Ruth then Bathsheba, and finally Jesus, uh, Mary is mentioned in Matthew 1. And so the Lord said, I want you to write this Bible study, and I really want you to study these women. And I was like, Lord, why? I don't have anybody to teach a Bible study to. I mean, mm-hmm. we did house church. We, we've done house church now for 15 years or so. And we had ladies in our house church. And he said, you just get to writing. 
he said, I want you to do this. And so I began to take steps to really honor him and and prepare myself to write a Bible study more than just, you know, coming up with three points in a poem. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. More really than deep, get deep. Really in the deep stuff and, and understand the culture, understand who these women were, mm-hmm. uh, how God used them in his sovereign plan of redemption for mankind. And so that process began in about November of 2017. And probably February, uh, the following February, about four or five months later, ever how long that is, he had impressed upon me five or six young women that he wanted me to invite to my home to come to this Bible study. Now, nobody knew I was doing this. Nobody knew I was writing this Bible study. Uh, my husband knew, but I had not shared it with my children or my my mother or anybody. I mean, nobody knew. It was just me and God. That was it. Because I didn't want anybody going, well, you need to put this in there. And exactly. you need to put that in there. You know, I wanted it to be exactly what the Lord directed right. me to write. And so I, one morning um, or whenever, I opened up Facebook and one of the young women Posted on Facebook, I am in search of a small women's Bible study in the Tyler area. Now, was this the woman that you had thought of already? Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. And I went, oh, wow. And the Lord goes, uh, there's your green light. I want you to contact yep. her. Yep. So I immediately messaged her. I knew who she was. Mm-hmm. We we were we were mutual acquaintances. And so I knew who she was. So I contacted her and I said, this is what I'm doing. Would you be interested you know, da, da, da. oh, yes, I would. And can I bring my friend? I said, absolutely. There's two for you. There's two <laughs> right there. And so then I tell her, my daughter, okay, Callie, this is what's going on. And and I, and I the Lord said, now you got to contact the rest of these people. Mm-hmm. There's three more ladies. Right. Because you had to have the number five. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's what, he, that's what yeah. he said. So I contacted the other three ladies, and, and they were all like, yes, we want to come. We want to mm-hmm. come. So we started meeting in February of 2018, and uh, they came to my home. I cooked them dinner. They're all around the same age. Uh, they at that they were all married. Some of them had children. Some of them did not. So they were all kind of in the same season of life, you know. Um, I wasn't sure about any kind of uh, religious background for any of them, and so the Bible study was written in a way that anyone could read it uh, and know who Jesus was yeah. at the end of the, at the end mm-hmm. of Bible study. Because I didn't I didn't want to presume, you know. When you grow up in church, which I have grown up in church, you get to talking churchies, you right, know, right, and using church words mm-hmm. that some people have no idea yeah. what those words are and what right. they mean, you know. And so this this Bible study was not written that way. Yeah. It was uh, written like a conversation, right? It was written like real, real people yes. having real conversations. Yes. And I've read portions of this and almost the whole thing, and I love it. Um, because I just got it recently, so I haven't had time to read all of it, <laughs> but I'm working on it. It's so good, but I like your writing style. It's very real, and you bring in examples and, and things from today. Right, yeah. So that they can relate these women to you know today, things right. that are going on. Right. I like yeah. how you did that. Thank you, thank you. And so we begin to meet, and we continue to meet. Uh, five the years same later. five? Yeah. Well, one of us is now in Australia. 
Okay. Uh, she, Permanent? Well, I don't know. She's yeah. trying to make up her mind. Well, but, you know, hey, and, can and, she join by Zoom? Maybe? Yeah, there you go. You, you know, know now. I told her, I said, well, you need to get me a speaking gig over there. And there you go. Australia, That's you know, right. They would really love to hear my Texas accent. But yeah. anyway, um, yes, the same bunch of, of women. Yeah. We've actually added a couple of new ladies that we've mm-hmm. met because uh, I've since moved to another town. And so the neighbor and some mm-hmm. new people that have come to house church and stuff so we've got some different ones too but that same core is still there right. and in the book at the very beginning of the book it, it's dedicated to the og to the original group oh and that's those yeah. girls that's so those this girls. book that you gave me is not the original study that you wrote it is the original so study. everything in it okay. everything in it okay. is it, the great. only thing that has been changed was i had to edit some well yeah we you know, I had to edit. format it to yeah. a book form yeah. to a manuscript um because I wrote it just exactly like I talk, mm-hmm. and sometimes Southern lingo doesn't bide bode too well, and so we had to change some words. Right, you know? right. But other than that, no, it is exactly the same thing as I taught those girls. And, well, um, and tell me, when you started doing this Bible study, I mean, was this new to you in teaching? Had you taught before? I'm actually a teacher by trade. Okay. I went to college to be a history teacher. Awesome. And that's that's what I've gotten to do. Uh-huh. Um and so it thrills me. I love to teach. I mean, that's just something mm-hmm. that I've always... You're gifting. That, I guess that's yes, what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always told my kids the only job I ever really liked getting up for was teaching school. Wow. Well, good <laughs> you for know. you. We need more like you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not sure I could do it now, but, you know, back in... And I'm yeah, fortunate was able to teach at the high schools where they, where they both graduated from, and so that was cool. But that's... I'm a teacher by trade. Um and a history teacher, so I absolutely love looking back in the history yes, yep. of all of this. And I noticed you do that in your in your book, in your study, and I really liked that. That that adds so much to it. Well, and because when we read it in twenty twenty three, we put our our mm-hmm. ideas on it, mm-hmm. and that's not exactly right. You know, right? That's not how it was two thousand years ago. Yeah. You know. So, have you seen spiritual growth in these original group? The oh, OG? absolutely! Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, would you say studying the Bible is one aspect to grow your faith and oh, relationship? My goodness, yes. yes. Yes, because this is this is the way God talks to us. That's this right. is his this is His love mm-hmm. letter to us. I say is, that too. Is the scriptures that. that's His yes. love letter to us? Yeah. Um, there's a reason why we say it is alive. Mm-hmm. Because the Holy Spirit works through the Word of God Amen. and works in the Word of God. And yes, uh, changed my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely changed my life. Um, my husband and I had been youth ministers for quite some time. I did a lot of teaching, you know, to the kids and stuff. But it's different when you're in an intimate group of just five women. Mm-hmm. Because those girls, they put it to me kind of hard. They said, we want to see how this works in your life. Right. Wow. Yeah. We Be a, the example. We did a yes. series on faith. I mean, when uh-huh. we finished when we finished the Matthew 1, uh-huh. and then we went through the New Testament and looked at women that Jesus uh, met in the New Testament, which is the second half of the book. When we finished that, they wanted to do a study on marriage. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, okay, I'll find us one. You know, and I was just going to go to... Lifeway or Mardell's or wherever right. and find us a Bible study. No, that's not what we want. We want to know what worked in your marriage. We want Real to know how life. your marriage yeah. works. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear from somebody we don't know. 
we right. want to see we want to see how it works with someone wow. that we have dinner with yes. and that we talk to on the phone and that kind of thing. So, so tell us what would you tell people on marriage? I know there's a lot, <laughs> but if you can narrow it down to um, the most important thing. Yeah, the study was called The Noble Wife, and we based it off of Proverbs 31, which is the passage that everybody hates to hear on Mother's mm-hmm. Day because it's all about how, you know, the perfect wife. But um, there's not a perfect wife. Absolutely not, because we're, <laughs> we're, we live in a fallen world, and we all have a sin nature. But I was asked that question last year, what would be the key? And I'm going to tell you this. I believe it's in First Peter, and it says, esteem others higher than yourselves mm-hmm. always look at your spouse as more important than you yeah and you know what i read something in your book that stuck with me and you said it's the sacrificial love yes that that hebrew word is chesed yes the sacrificial love. and yeah. you know we are called to sacrifice for our, our you know our husbands and them to us you know as far as putting them first right you know caring mm-hmm. for them you mm-hmm. know maybe we don't want to go to that ball game with them but we do it anyway that's an example you use yes exactly yeah <laughs> or just listen to them respect them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that story is in Ruth yes uh, where we learn that word chesed that's the story of Ruth in the first part of the book and it's a it's a love that goes beyond the limits and bounds of ordinary human yes, love yes and it's a love that really has no English definition. Mm-hmm. There's, and so it's uh, basically it's how God loves us, mm-hmm. and He does it out, not out of duty, but about out of His compassion yeah. because He wants to. Yeah. So the only way for us to show that for our husbands is to have a relationship with Christ. Exactly. Because we won't know that sacrificial no. love without. Mm-mm. And so, Mm-mm. you know, I loved how you wrote that, and it really stuck with me. And just thinking of the sacrifice that Jesus made mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and all that he's done for us and right. the, lo- the love that he loves us with and mm-hmm. just— that is so special. So I'm glad that they asked you that. That must have really made you feel so special. I mean, just... Well, it put I, a lot of pressure and on me. Pressure, I don't know about but, feeling special, but, uh, you know, I was like, <laughs> you're so holy funny. moly, okay, here we go. And so we did. We went through that. Yeah. We talked about different wives in the in the Old Testament. One of them was Sarah, Abraham's mm-hmm. wife. Noah's wife. That was fun. Have you ever thought about what Noah's wife Not put much, up with? Not much, really, but my goodness, a lot. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. Here her husband's building a boat and nobody's seen a boat. Yeah, and people are laughing. And, and like, no, what are you and doing? And then you got to be You're in charge crazy. of all those animals. That's and right. The noise and the smells yeah. and oh my goodness. So, mm-hmm. you know, just things like that uh, that God revealed to me through that process and then mm-hmm. after that I think we did one on faith because one of the girls said I want to know what faith looks like tell me what faith yeah, looks like yeah and so we went through a whole series on uh, women of faith it's a good and, one um, mm-hmm. that that brought in women like Elijah's the widow that Elijah met and she had the oil mm-hmm. and the flour you know and he wanted the first cake and he said, bring me the first cake. Remember, she said, I only have enough to make for me and my son. Yeah. And he said, well, before you make that, bring it to me. And then go back and make some for your son. Okay, so now we got to have faith that I'm going to have, have enough, enough yeah. to make two when I know I only have enough to make one. You know. So, mm-hmm. and, and we'd actually taught that one online. Yeah. We did that as an online Bible study. I love Hannah's faith. She's yes. the one that I really cling to because I have, you know, experience with wanting a child mm-hmm. and it taking a while to, to be mm-hmm. able to get pregnant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep a child. And 
she had such faith and just her pouring out of her prayers. Yes. And we and talked, we did a, a session on her this spring because this started in January. I did a session, a series on prayer. Uh, it's not just for breakfast anymore. It is that, not. That no, is no. that was the name Prayer of our series. Prayer all day. It's all not night. just yes. for breakfast anymore. Yeah. And so uh, we did a whole, oh my goodness, th- that's what this notebook is. Um, started with Moses and, oh goodness, we went through a lot. Uh, Hannah, mm-hmm. uh, Jonah, Daniel, um, uh, Peter and James. No, Peter and John in prison, Paul and Silas. I mean, yes, oh, wow. And, and we're finishing up. We have two sessions left, I think. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Two sessions left. And uh, last night we did the Lord's Prayer, Matthew chapter 6, Our Father who art in heaven. Mm-hmm. And we did that one. And then in the next two will be John mm-hmm. 17, where Jesus is praying on his way to the Garden of Gethsemane. Right. Praying and, for us. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Praying for his disciples yeah. and then praying for yes, us. And that's yes. why we chose that one. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, you hit something that I, is special in my ministry, and it's prayer. Mm-hmm. I just really love prayer. And the way to grow our prayer life is to pray. Just exactly. to do it and pray with other people. I used to be afraid to pray aloud. Yeah. That was a fear of mine. When I first started doing a Bible study with a friend of mine, I always told her, you do the prayers. You you go ahead and do the prayer mm-hmm. part, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I just didn't feel like I could pray out loud. But it just takes practicing, knowing that also it's not always it's not you praying; it's the Holy Spirit right. within you praying. Right. We think, oh well, my words aren't well. Just let God speak through you. Right, and in the model prayer, what we call the model prayer, Matthew six. Yes, you know Jesus, he kept it simple. Yep. He said, yeah. "Just converse with God the Father. Right. You know, don't babble on. Yeah, you know, but just uh, pray. Just I mean, pray. pray. Just talk to him. He was the example of that too. Exactly. Think of all the times Jesus prayed. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. to look at that and prayed for people over people. But there are times he would just go up on that mountain and pray. Exactly. Yes. All night. Yes. And we talked. Talk. We talked about that last night good. too. Yeah. Well, good. Well, um, I know that you." love ministry and so what other kind of things are you doing with your ministry you're doing i know you're kind of growing at the time what is the name of your ministry it's it's real hard to figure to to know the name it's grjb okay because i was trying to find you and i couldn't find that ministry yeah grjb ministries grjb my initials my four initials grjbministries.com love it love it and actually they stand for grace redemption joy and beauty Beautiful. Love that. Grace, Love redemption, it. joy, and beauty. So what is your mission? What do you hope to do with this ministry? Uh, tell people about Jesus. Yep, very simple. Yep, point people to Jesus. That's all Amen. Amen. Um, you know, we love to, to, to go around and talk and speak, and, and we've had opportunities to, uh, I say we because Callie, my daughter, joins me in it. Um, she's kind of like my right-hand girl and keeps me in line, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but we love to go around. And, you know, do ladies' conferences. And, I mean, we've even done Bible studies in businesses. Great. I, I taught wow. a Bible study in a business, a business in Tyler there for a year or so. Um, and then we have, uh, of course, we have that online Bible study. But also, um, I was trying to think. Oh, the group still meets. The original group still meets uh, every month. We try mm-hmm. to get together once a month. And then the rest of the time we have the podcast that we produce. 
that's new. We just started that back in February, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something new. We're getting our feet wet and all of that. It's fun. It's You're going to love it. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, this online Bible study thing. I had taught the book on a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Back in 21, I think, we did a Zoom call and yeah. people had when to call Zoom in. Was yeah, when thing. it was yeah. a thing, people had to call in. And so we took a break after that for about three months just because the war slapped out and I finished teaching the book. I said, Cal, let's just try Facebook Live and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so we did. We, we took over my husband's music room and set up a little pseudo studio and began to do Facebook Live. And um, it took off. I mean, we have people that watch us, you know, now we're not worldwide famous or anything like that. Don't get excited about that. But it's been fun to hear from folks that we didn't know were watching. Yeah. And yeah. they'll contact us or somebody will say, hey, I shared this with my cousin in Georgia, you know, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. my cousin in Kentucky or whatever. Well, and while then, you were talking, I know they won't be able to hear me, but you just got a message that somebody shared it with their husband last night. And he... Um, responded back to her and said, I'm reading Matthew 6 again today, exactly what you were talking about last night. Oh, wow. Cool. And she said, oh, look, you guys are changing lives. Yeah. Wow. By the way, that is her, this is Callie speaking in <laughs> yeah. the background. In the background. It's okay, you're going to hear her, just kind of a promo. She's going to be my next interview for next <laughs> week. We, we had both of them come in since they drive a long distance, and so we're going to hear from you next. But, but yeah, anyway, you just never I would know, lo- you know who the dream... The, the thing that I would love to do is is be able to, you know, go speak to women. Yeah. And we've done right. we've done a, a retreat, uh, like a two day retreat. We've mm-hmm. done that, and we've done a, a women's conference there in Tyler. Uh, and then several times we've had different churches in the area in the region, yeah. you know, reach out to us and say we want you to come speak to our ladies' ministry or whatever. And and yeah, we'll go. We'll go. Well, good. We, we don't care. We don't yes. care if it's tiny little bit or big old put it doesn't matter you know yeah and it doesn't a lot of people say well you know we're a different denomination or whatever i don't care i just right. want you to just want to tell people about jesus that's right yeah there's a lot care. of people that need to know about now, him. time is short and people need jesus right and that's right. i learned that from a, a friend of ours in tyler and that's his saying time is short and people need jesus and that's I love right that. yeah. and and if you know god has given us such an opportunity and an ability to use this technology to to exponentially reach people you know that's right uh instead of folks all having to come to a building now the word can go out over the internet or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah it's good well let's talk a little bit about your favorite part of this bible study and what would that be who do you, who right now can you do you want to talk about <laughs> well one of my favorite stories ever in the one that really still continues to hit home to me is the last three chapters of the book and it's the story of mary and martha right um, when Jesus goes to their house and they and and Mary uh, Martha is preparing this wonderful feast and Jesus has already began to teach there's people lined up around the room and looking in the doors and the windows listening to what he has to say and her sister Mary is not helping her her sister Mary is seated at his feet and she gets real upset yes. real quick. Um, it's in Matthew 10, I mean, uh, Luke chapter 10, and it starts in verse 18, it's, or 38, I believe. And it's only four verses, mm-hmm. four or five verses. 
But he says to her, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Mm-hmm. And after, um, that was, this is at the very end of the book. And understand that as I wrote this Bible study, my life was happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so that's why so much of the, the stories have personal examples because God was doing things mm-hmm. in my life as I was studying these women. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. Exactly. When he told yeah. you, do this now, don't ask questions, yeah. start writing this, because he knew that he would be showing you right. and, some and things to use, some examples. Exactly. And, and so, so what did he show you <laughs> with Martha and Mary? Are you Mar- more a Martha or a Mary? <laughs> well, <laughs> I would love to say I was a Mary, but no, um, he revealed to me, that no, I'm I'm a Martha. I'm definitely more of a Martha. And how it turned out was, you know, I told you we have house church. We do a house church um, in our home and have for 15 years. And it's so fun to watch that whole process because God brings people in and out of mm-hmm. our home who have been hurt or damaged from religious institution and they just need to be loved on a little Mm -hmm. bit you know and shown that jesus loves them and cares for them and so our church our house church has kind of become a a waypoint i guess you'd Mm -hmm. want to call that Mm -hmm. for that and so we were in the process uh as i was writing this last little section of the bible study on martha and mary we were in the process of moving and um we moved to from from Flint to Bullard, which is a whole 15 miles. But when you're moving a household... Oh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter how many miles. Exactly. <laughs> 35 years, you yes, know. I mean, good yes. gravy. So we had not met in, for house church in a while because we were in the process of moving. And so we had set a target date. This is the day we're going to meet. And I had a target date in my mind of, I got to have all this stuff out of these boxes and put back together. And... I worked like crazy. Anybody that came to visit got to unload a box. Yeah. I mean, there were just boxes everywhere. You know. Come unload a box. Yeah, I'm we'll set and talk, but we're going to unload yeah, this box. That's and so, and that's and I mentioned that in the book. And so that's what we did. Mm-hmm. You know, so we finally made it to that night of house church, and um, everything was perfect. I hung the last picture on the wall about two hours before people came to the house. I was so excited. And Shane, my husband Shane, had had made a honeydew list of things he needed to accomplish before we had our first meeting. And one of those things, which was number one on the list, was to hang a porch swing. Okay. Because there yeah. was a, a big, long porch as you walked up to our, it's kind of a farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And so I had a porch swing I wanted to hang, of course, between the two columns, you know. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just what you do. Well, he did not get that done. And so the porch swing was still sitting on the ground between the two columns. And every time I had told all the people, y'all come to the front door now. I want you to come to the front door, not back door yet. I want you to come in the front front door. door. And so every time somebody came to the front door and I opened the door, you could see that porch swing laying on the ground. And I was just (laughs) so upset because I was like, it's just he could have done that. You know, Mm -hmm. at that particular moment, he was on a plane coming home from Minnesota. So there was no way he was going to do it then. 
But the time had passed, and, and, you know, there was this porch swing laying out there, and it just griped me every time I went to the front mm-hmm. door. It made me That's s- all you saw. That's all I saw. Yeah, all you thought about. That's all I thought yeah. about was that porch swing on the front door. And so we go, we have dinner at House Church. We always have dinner, and then we have worship time and, and teaching and everything. And so we go through that whole thing, and then everybody gets up and starts to leave. Well, they all go out the front door, and what did I see again? There's that porch swing yeah. laying on the on the on the ground on the front porch, and so there was a couple of two young couples that attended, and one of them had uh, been coming for a long time, and we had prayed with them. Uh, their little boy had had some health issues, and we had mm-hmm. prayed with them over that, and really ministered to that young couple and loved on them. And I noticed that he hung around and and began to talk to the gentleman that's kind of our our teaching pastor, and. Um, so I took the children and, and went into the playroom with his wife, and we were sitting in there visiting. Well, about 15 minutes, here here he comes, and he says, I've got something I want to tell you. I said, okay. He said, tonight I surrendered my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm a believer now. Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> and I just, I'm so mm-hmm. hard-hearted, but mm-hmm. I actually cried. <laughs> Because I had, you know, we had prayed for this young man for so long and for his little family. And so I just hugged him and loved on him. And and he, it was just such a wonderful, sweet time. And he said, I want to be baptized. I want to be baptized here. Wow. It's January. We had a swimming, we have a swimming pool. And I'm thinking, dude, you're going to freeze. Yes, you're going to freeze. Anyway, and he goes, but I want to be baptized in your house, you know, because you guys are the ones that shown me who Jesus is Mm. and how he, how he is. And so it was a fabulous fabulous time and i walk him to the front door and there's that porch swing Mm. and the lord said martha i didn't care one bit about that porch swing Mm -hmm. tonight was the night logan was going to become my son that's the one thing that i want to be I wanted you to be concerned yeah. about, you know. And, and at that moment. That was my Martha moment. Yeah, yeah. That was my Martha moment. Turned into a Mary moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because and, you cried and you rejoiced. Yes. And from that and point you, on, anytime we've had mm-hmm. any kind of, you know, meeting or whatever right. at our home, I always remember the porch swing. Yeah, the porch swing. And that that's not the important part. The yeah. important part is the proclamation of, of the love of Christ and the worship of God the Father and how we honor Him and glorify Him mm-hmm. and, and what we call being Jesus with skin on. Yeah, you know, I've heard that that's, too. That's how that young man came to, and yeah. he said that. He told us that. He was baptized the next time we met in my bathroom, in my bathtub. Awesome. And there was oh, wow. 30-something people standing yeah. in my yeah. bathroom. Um, but he said, I came to know Christ because I watched these men in this group and saw how mm. they were godly men and that Jesus is real in their lives, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that was my Martha moment. Yeah. That was my Martha yeah. moment. <laughs> so Wow. Well, Gina, what a story. What a story. And I am just so grateful that you came here today and that you have done what you've done to point people to Jesus. Yes, yes. And continuing to do. And I'm excited to see what God's going to do in your ministry, you and your daughter. 
and excited to interview her next. Yes, yes. So um, thank you for coming here and, and, and for welcome. sharing your heart and, and good luck with your engagements. I know you're going to be going and speaking. I hope and so. Enjoying. We hope so. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. will. So, well, would you close us in prayer and I thank sure you would. again? Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, the one who obeyed you, who went to the cross for our sins and rose again to secure our salvation. Father, it is in his name that we approach your throne and we are so thankful that you have made it possible for us to do that. I pray, Father, that throughout this ministry of Jill's as she speaks truth over the radio waves, that you would be honored and you would be glorified and you would speak to her, to people who listen. You would reveal yourself to them because we know, Father, that time is short and people need Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to honor you. And Lord, that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. That's the one thing is to dwell in your house and your presence forever. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Real life, real people, making conversations simple.